Hello, United Planners. Episode six with Eric Craig. Uh, we're talking conferences. We're going to be talking about what the alts look like, the alts mm-hmm. conferences, the big conference. We're supposed to have a different person on, but Eric graciously said, me first. No, I'm just kidding. We asked Eric to fill in somebody that uh, was currently busy with some personal stuff. So, Eric, how are you today? Good. How are you guys doing today? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is a Friday. It definitely is. Eric, uh, so next week is a big week for you, right? Yeah, it's a big week. We're having our Alternative Investments Conference. I believe this is the fifth year that we've had it. And uh, yeah, we're expecting a pretty good turnout. So about 28 advisors have registered to attend. We have 14 sponsors. So yeah, we're excited. Anytime you can bring together, uh, you know, alternative investment sponsors and you put them in front of uh, advisors who who have interest in alternative investments, I think it should be uh, a great event. So if you run down the history real quick of, you know, this alt-regional, how long has this actually been uh, something that we've done? Uh, Because it's fairly new, if if I recall. Yeah, so I, I've been here almost five years. I started in 2020. I believe we started it in 2019. So I believe this is the fifth year. We skipped a few years, of course, because of COVID. We tried to, to have it, but you know, it just wasn't good timing. And so this is the fifth year. And so every year it 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 seems to grow larger and larger. I think last year we had uh, 15 advisors, and as I mentioned this year, we got 20, 28. So we've almost doubled the attendance. Okay. And do you always have it? Do you have it in the office or is this like a venue where somebody actually, do we go out to a venue like a hotel or something like we would uh, the CNC or is this uh, something local, a little bit more local, I guess? No, we'll actually go out and have it at a hotel. So we'll, uh, you know, do some fundraising from our sponsor partners. They're always great about helping us fund these events because at the end of the day, it helps the sponsor if they're able to get out in front of an advisor and the advisor ends up writing business. So uh, yeah, no, we don't have it at the home office. We we typically have it in, at uh, at an event. This year, we're going to have it in downtown Phoenix at, at the Kempton uh, Palomar. We had it there last year, and so it was a great venue uh, right across the stadium from uh, or right across the street from the Phoenix Sun, Sun Stadium. And uh, we plan to attend a, a Phoenix Suns game after the conference is over. So it's a, a great playing. venue. Who are they playing? Uh, the Houston Rockets. So go Suns. So... We have the Alts Conference. We have the CNC. What other conference? Oh, and then we also have the UT University Admin Conference. Maybe there's like the next three. Yeah. So what? Uh, what other conferences does United Planners usually throw that you're aware of, or are those it? So yeah, they're at least the ones that I'm involved in. Of course, the Alternative Investments Conference, the the uh, the, the large national conference, the CNC. Uh, I believe there are other uh, t- top producer conferences that we have. Oh, yeah. uh, but the, the two that I'm mainly involved in, it's the Alts Conference and the uh, National Conference that's uh, set to take place in May. So we hear this a lot from um, Billy, to be honest. Like it's a year round collecting information, vendors, um, funding for the CNC. But it sounds like you are year round because you have multiple Alt conferences, correct? No, no, you said just you, the one. Yes, okay. yeah, just the one alternative investments conference. And then some of my same sponsors that come to the alternative investments conference will also come to the national conference in May. And so 
Um, I think what you hear Billy referencing is just that effort to plan the, the, the national conference because, of course, it's a lot larger, 500 total attendees. And, uh, you know, it's just a big effort, the planning to get uh, sponsors to commit, the fundraising that it takes to put on an event like that. It's a uh, all-hands-on-deck, multiple-month effort to, uh, to pull that off. Yeah, because I know what I was trying to get at. It sounds like you're... You have to double dip and try to manage sides <laughs> of the of the coin mode because you have your own conference and you have the CNC or asking the same people. How many? Oh, so let's get a quick background. So, what exactly are alt investments for people that don't know? Yeah, yeah, and so just by definition, alternative investment is an investment that's not in a stock bond or cash, and so that's just a definition. And so when you think about that, most people invest in stocks, bonds. Alternative investments are non-traded, and so they're a little bit more complex. And so when you think about uh, private equity, hedge funds, uh, real estate, usually the, 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 uh, the sector that United Planners usually, usually has on their platform is, is uh, sponsors that invest in commercial real estate. And the reason that is, is because commercial real estate is considered a stable asset class. It's not zigging and zagging when the market is, uh, you know, uh, being very volatile on any given day. And so it just provides a, uh, a steady asset class for an investor to invest in, especially an investor who's looking for uh, income, monthly income. And so that's uh, that's a top level uh, definition of what an alternative investment is. Okay. And then uh, about how many approved alt investments are out there for United Planners um, financial pros to utilize? Yeah. So in, on any given uh, you know uh, month, we'll have probably 15 to 20 open investments that advisors have access to to place clients in. And so, uh, like I mentioned, the majority of those will focus on commercial real estate, but we also have other programs like oil and gas. We may have a private equity uh, program um, interval funds and, and other, uh, product types like that, but yeah, 15 to 20 on any given month. And then, sorry, um, 28, uh, financial professionals coming to your conference, correct this year. And you said that's growing and growing, correct? That's right. Yeah. I believe it was 15 last year. So we've just so about doubled that amount. That's quite the jump already. Yeah, that's almost, yeah, double. yeah, yeah almost, almost double. Um, is there a specific type of um, financial, like licensed professional that can utilize alt investments or is it anybody? No, it is a series seven licensed advisor. And I believe we will take the, uh, the series 22, which I, it's a, it's a license that the license that focuses in on alternative investments, but most of our advisors who place clients and alternative investments have the series seven and that's what we require. Okay. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Um, what about a little bit of, of your background? Let's let's talk about you, Eric. Uh, how long have you actually been in like alternative investments uh, in that in that arena? Yeah, so I started back in 2011. So what is that? 10, uh, you know, 12 years or so. Um, so I started on the sponsor side, a, a commercial real estate sponsor. Spent about six years there, and then uh, found my way to uh, United Planner. So it's it's been a a fast and furious, uh, you know, 12 years or so. And uh, it's it's been a, a great move for me. Yeah, what's been great about it? That's it's going to ask that question next. What's great about United Planners for you? Well, the, what's great about United Planners or alternative investments? Are both. For you, for you, United, 
or are you working at United Planners? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think United Planners is just, it's a very kind of open environment. And I think uh, for me, I feel that the people are motivated. It's one of the the few companies I think that I've worked at that it's uh, it's probably one of the smaller companies that I've worked at. Um, you know, I think the home office is what, 70, 80 of us. And then you add in the advisors who are all independent, you know, which make us seem bigger. But I, I think it's just a family focused uh, environment. Everyone seems motivated to do a great job and everything always seems to c come together and, and work out. And we seem to, you know, as a company continuously grow. Yeah. yeah. Um, what has been your favorite UP event that you've been to so far? That could be any of them. Oh man, it's tough. I, I would almost say the first one because when I first started, uh, I was taken over from my predecessor, uh, uh, Susan Habib. And, and, uh, I mean, I think I had literally three weeks to, <laughs> to spend with her. And, uh, so it was just fast and furious. And then, you know, three weeks later I was at the conference, which, which, uh, you know, that, that was just memorable because it was just, I just started and all of a sudden I'm at the conference and, uh, uh, and that was special too, because that was when uh, Dave Shindell was still here. I just met him, was getting to know him, and then, um, you know, he, he passed on. So uh, that one kind of stands out to me. Okay. All right. I like that. Sounds like Dave Shindell stuck out. Yeah. That's, that's always good to hear. Yep. Um, are there any after the conference activities you like to do or after like a holiday parties, anything fun that you guys have? Not everybody's like you, Daryl. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Daryl. What, what was the question? Um, the question was, uh, do you have any after party, you know, uh, after the events or after <laughs> you do like, you know, the holiday party we have? Do you have any yeah. things that you, uh, that you find fun? Yeah, I think uh, so. Usually after these conferences, there's there's usually dinners and that turn into, you know, longer events where you get to know people. And then uh and then, yeah, yeah, to, to, you know, as you mentioned, I think we always have uh, great times at our at our uh, holiday parties or even after a, uh, you know, we may have a, a department meeting and, uh, you know, we'll we'll top it off with with the happy hour. So I think it's always great. And, and one of the things I've learned is you think, you know, people, but I think, you know, once you kind of have a chance to sit next to them outside of work and and get to know a little bit more about people, it's always, uh, you know, it's always good to you know continuously grow our our friendships and partnerships etc so what are you in so this is more about you now uh yeah. what do you enjoy doing uh outside of alts investments in united planners what are your hobbies family time what do you like to do yeah so weather permitting you know my i love to get out and hike uh whether it's locally here or you know on vacation somewhere uh, and then my wife and I love to travel internationally when we can. Uh, COVID kind of threw that off. So here last year for the first time, and I think about six years, we actually uh, went to Europe. We had gone to Europe several times in the past, but had never been to London or Amsterdam. So we were able to actually uh, spend a couple of weeks uh, in, in Europe, about a week in London and about a week in Amsterdam. So that was just a great time. So just kind of you know tra travel internationally and kind of live like the locals live yeah i like that uh if you had to if you had to list the top three places that you've been internationally what would they be dang that's my question oh. <laughs> i would say um I, I studied international business i would have to say china india and um probably switzerland 
And I got to see all those places within a short period of time. And so it was just, it was uh, just a, a great time. Like I said, uh, I, I studied abroad and you really got to understand the, uh, the cultures, the economy, and just, uh, you know, living like a, lo a, a local lives when I was there for the, you know, a couple of weeks at a time at each of those places. You know, it's interesting because those three cities or state or countries, sorry, three countries that you labeled off um, in my line of work for cybersecurity, there's a misconception of two of the three are the bad guys, right? But I bet when you're there, you don't get that. It's the same thing as when you're here, because usually when we're getting attacked, it's actually not foreign, not foreign countries attacking us. It's usually internally, unfortunately, now in today's age. So now we're going to call them states and we're going to call uh, the tunnels, right? We're going to have those those two now as a replay on the podcast. That's great. We got we got good material going on here. And here. Anywho, <laughs> um, we really appreciate your time. Uh, I I know for a fact you're busy. You've got a lot of stuff going on with this conference. What is uh what are the dates again for the conference? So it's February 28th and 29th. So uh, I think I believe that's a Wednesday Thursday. So yeah, coming up at the end of next week, mid mid to uh, end of next week. So is this conference the beginning of every year or do you, you just pick a specific time frame depending on what you guys can figure out as far as like venues and stuff? Yeah, we tr we typically try to uh, select the springtime and we try to create a buffer in between the national conference, which typically falls in the summertime. So we try to do it uh, like Q1. So with that said, so this year it's happening next week from this recording. Um for next year, for all of our billion listeners that we have, <laughs> you get a paragraph of why people should come to the Alt Conference in 2025. Go. I think you got. I think if you're an advisor who has interest in alternative investments, you may already have placed clients in alternative investments. I think you should come because you'll get an update on a sponsor you may already have a client in, or you may find a new sponsor that you have interest in. We're going to have a couple of new sponsors there. So I think you should come, get educated, network with your, your peers. And, uh, you know, it's just going to be a great event. It's just not all in the uh, in the meeting room. We're actually going to attend the Phoenix Suns game uh, as, as you know, to, to top off the event. And so I think you should come out and just uh, support the event and, and uh, network with your peers. Awesome. Any questions for me and Derek from you? Yeah, what is it that you guys do here at UP again? I think we'll let the what the, the viewers uh, or listeners in this. Uh, maybe soon to be viewers. Well, maybe soon to be viewers. That might be a little tidbit. We might <laughs> miss the video so you can see Brian's beautiful face. Beard. Oh, not to me. I'm not sure. But... Okay. No, but thank you guys. I appreciate the time. And uh, yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for joining us uh, somewhat last second, especially with everything you got going on. Um, so that's the end of episode six. So the second trilogy. Yep. Um, <laughs> multiples of three. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I get it. <laughs> so next uh, listen, it'll either be another guest that was. Uh, supposed to be episode six, but we couldn't get that person. Um, a lot of weird stuff happened last yeah. few weeks, right? Yeah, we've had a lot. Um, at, in the home office, I should say. Um, and then, or it'll just be me and Derek again talking about 
Cyber incidences. No. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Bye. Oh, wow, that was a problem. Bye. See you. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate the time. Thank all you. right. See you guys. See you.